One is a Grand Arena Specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. But with both having decades of hosting experience under their belt, the one thing we are sure of is you will be entertained. This is the Escape Pod Cast, a weekly look into the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the Nerdy Network Studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Ayer and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod cast. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. I, for one, did not expect that Second Sister would be coming to the game, that's for sure. Trillia Sunduri from Jedi Fallen Order is now in the game. Nev and I will look at the kit, while Sad will take a look at the inspiration in the Escape Podcast for kids. Speaking of that, you uh, might have to adjust your seat again. I was going to say, who messed up my spot while I was out last week? A special thanks to him for helping us out when uh, one of us can't make it. GAC's return, I'm sure that excited you last week, but what did the squishing do to the tables? We'll get into that and more news in the second segment. Meanwhile, during our interview, we have a big one. You have been working on this one for a while. Ah, uh, yes. Hot Sauce and his crew will join us to talk about Hotbot again and all the fun new things that you can do with it. I love that thing. It just saves so much headache and time. And just make sure you have enough space for everyone, Paul. Wait. How, how big is the crew? <laughs> In our fourth segment, we get Jiggy with Jigabachi and Patreon's Choice. Neil, how many people is he bringing? All oh, this and breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Escape Pod cast. Neil, how many? The Escape Pod cast news. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Escape Pod Cast. I'm your host, Nev, and as always, I'm joined by my hetero life partner, Paul Anthony. Paul, how are you doing this Friday? I'm doing well. It has been a crazy two weeks, as we said in the open. Thank you, Thad, for th- filling in uh, during the uh, during the time you know that I spent with my mother last week, and. Uh, Sadly, it looks like I'll be doing that again next week because as uh, for those who are watching the video version, there was a um, in memory of uh, Norma Jean, my grandmother, who passed away at the age of 95, man, 95 years old. That's a bloody that, that's good a, innings. That's that. a good life. That is a damn good innings. That is a really, yeah. really good innings, that. <laughs> so, you know, it's... Uh, it's it's been an interesting week. So, all right. Not only has it been an interesting week in my life, it's been an interesting week in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes because we have the beginning of a new faction. Yes, we do, don't we? We the, do though, don't we though? The second sister, the first of the Inquisitorious faction has come to the game. Along with a new calendar, um, 
we've gotten we've gotten you know a week into the squishing we'll get into that as well um we'll have some thoughts on the whole inquisitorious faction and also finally we will be uh, talking with hot sauce and the hot utils crew in our incoming transmission and then at the end of course jigabachi will join us for getting jiggy with jigabachi um but let's let's go ahead and we're also going to talk because just before we went live you said you had a little bit of a uh, mini nev rant not a rage but a nev rant about uh, Kyle Katarn yeah i'm 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 i'm, I'm very disappointed okay well I'm and really, we'll... really really disappointed <laughs> We'll definitely not, get not in the character. I think the character's great. I think he's a really, really great character. It's just but, what th these last two characters have become. You know, the lot. You know, Dash and Kyle have become farmable. Yep, and we'll get, and we'll, we'll 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 definitely talk about that. So uh, let's get to the headline. Second sister, uh, Dark Side attacker leader, Empire Inquisitorious, and Dark Side Ufu. Unaligned force user for the uninitiated. Uh, and they specialize in eliminating Jedi. So, right off the bat, when I see Ruthless Inquisitor Attacker that specializes in eliminating Jedi, I think this is their answer for the Qui-Gon Jinn Omicron. You think? I'm... I'm I'm thinking once it's all said and done, it'll be one of the one of those. We'll, we'll we're just gonna have to wait and see because I mean, off the you know, it's just one. I mean, it's an inquisitor, obviously. So I mean, odds are we're gonna get more. Um, I I mean, I get they've already why. said we're gonna get more, but still, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it depends what inquisitors we get and from where those inquisitors come from. I want to see the Inquisitors from Rebels. I don't know about you, but... I, wa I want to see helicopter, uh, you know. I, wa yeah, I want to see, see helicopter, helicopter yes. uh, lightsabers. Yeah, def some helicopter lightsabers. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I just want to see Jason Isaac's Inquisitor in this before... Was he the uh, Grand you know, Inquisitor? Yeah, oh, yeah, he was the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get why they've done a leadership tag on this first one, because kind of it helps um but what i i can't see them doing leadership tags on any of the other ones that they bring into the game but i would oh. definitely see i would definitely see i mean i can it's got it's got to be a build-up to the grand inquisitor it has to be At a build-up to the it, grand it, inquisitor you could be very right but i can i see well i'm saving this i'm i'm, I'm saving this but this is going to be something new and exciting, in my opinion, of in in Galaxy of Heroes that we have not seen before. Let's get to our kit. Basic deals special damage to target enemy and inflicts a stack of purge if they're a Jedi, which can't be resisted. Additionally, it has a 30% chance to inflict an additional stack of purge to the target enemy, which can't be resisted. So, if they are a Jedi, they're guaranteed one. Mm -hmm. If they're not a Jedi, you have a 30% chance to inflict it. But if they are a Jedi, you have a 30% chance to inflict 
two. Yeah. So, oh, uh, this is going to be great against JKR teams. This, <laughs> this is going to be so good against JKR teams. Increase effects from enemies that utilize purge, which which lasts until the end of the encounter and cannot be copied or prevented. So, basically, it's a special damage basic attack that leads to more. That's the easiest way to put it. Special one, shall I end this? Deal special damage to target enemy. The abil this ability has 150% defense penetration. If target enemy is inflicted with purge, it also has, it will definitely score a critical hit and adds 50% critical damage. Mm. Yummy. So it doesn't take away the purge, doesn't take away that um, that debuff, if you will. So looks like purge is going to be around. Yeah. So is this game breaking yet? Is she, you know, just with these two first abilities, is this something that you would want to farm right away? It depends. Um, it depends. It definitely, uh, it's definitely something people are going to want straight away if it helps with um, uh, GLs. So if it helps with, you know, if it helps with you, uh, a JML or a JKL, definitely. 100% absolutely cast iron, definitely going to help. Um because um, that you know the the the, um, the the standard off meta counters for uh, JML and for JMK are still quite expensive. You know they are still quite expensive. I mean, granted, most people already have a um, you know most people already have a, a, a GG separatist droid team uh, to counter uh, you know to counter JML. Um, so it'd be it'd be nice if if it will help people one shot a jmk team perhaps um i mean it's not gonna be i, I can't see it being a a, a gl killer because you they're trying to avoid that but i wouldn't put it past some theory crafters out there to figure out some way to turn her into a gl killer i mean mara's a gl killer not all to, she, she'll she'll wipe the floor with ray and she'll wipe the floor with jml but specifically the mechanics of this character you can't rule out her being a really, really, really good counter to um, to JMK, which just makes things a lot more interesting in GAC. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get into her special two. Can't run forever. Oh, by the way, the uh, special one has a cooldown of three. Can't run forever. Cooldown of five. That's high. That's high for something that you can't reduce the cooldowns of. Deal special damage to target enemy and consume up to five stacks of purge. So there we go. We're consuming purge. If any stacks of purge were consumed, grant second sister critical damage up for two turns and the ability has a 50% chance to inflict stun for one turn. So even one stack of purge, Neil, mm -hmm. will has a, a coin flip to inflict stun and gives them damage up, 
critical damage up. For each stack of purge consumed, remove 20% turn meter from target enemy, and second sister gains 10% turn meter. So remove 100 at, at the target of five stacks of purge, remove 100% turn meter, and gain 50%. Mm -hmm. If the target enemy has five or more stacks of purge, definitely stun them for one turn, which can't be resisted. So under four, it's a coin flip. At five, it definitely stuns. Yeah. And you know what? That I I'm I I know five is a heavy cooldown. Five is a heavy cooldown, but you need to get five stacks of purge on them to get the maximum benefit. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's. I mean, it's great, it's good, but it's it's just you know it's heavy and it's expensive, you know, um, not entirely not 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 entirely dissimilar to the way that the um, the armorer is a great character, um, but the race is getting her to three stacks so that you can put three stacks on the character that you want three Beskar ingot stacks on, right? Yeah, I can I can see that being I can see. This uh, I can see this character being of a similar ilk. It's like she's great, but you, it, it's it's like it's it's the, the grind is getting her to five stacks so that you can use this special and really really see the benefit from it. So um, uh, yeah, but I, I'm sure the theory crafters will, will come up with a, a team combo that um, uh, makes it easy to uh, to get to the five stacks. There's no doubt in the back of my mind that somebody out there will do that. Yeah. Let's talk about her leader, which it's just her. So a leader is interesting. Empire allies gain 5%. That, um, this, this is the main, and then she has a territory war, Omicron. Empire mm -hmm. allies gain 5% offense, and Inquisitorious allies gain an additional... 30% offense. Other Inquisitorious allies have a 30% chance to inflict one stack of purge when using a basic ability. So it gives... That, to me, says that she's sharing what her basic does. And that ties into what we're going to talk about later. Which can't be copied or resisted. Whenever an ally is marked, mark all other allies for two turns, which can't be copied, dispelled, or prevented. So if one of them gets marked, they all get marked. Except mm -hmm. her. Except her, yeah. It doesn't say other ally. So, question. Is she an ally to herself? Well, no, she's just, she's, she, you know, she's, she's dark side Jedi and, you know, they're extremely selfish and self-centered. So it's like, it's all about her. It's all about her. That's what, that's what this kid tells me. It's like, I don't care about everybody else. It's all about me. me well, that, that's me. definitely the unique, but I'm thinking if she gets marked, I think you are an ally to yourself. It doesn't yeah. say whenever any other ally. So if she gets marked, everybody gets marked. Yeah. 
if which, which, if which a friend does... gets marked, everybody but her gets marked. Yeah, which which does kind of add into that, you know, her being, uh, you know, potentially great against JKR teams. Because if JKR marks her, then great, you know, brilliant. Uh, as soon as that mark appears, other other characters are going to get marked, so she isn't going to get, you know, just you know, railroaded by uh, JKR, GMY, Bindo. Um, and, I mean, uh, that means uh, that they could still target nasty. her. That if, I mean, if yeah, somebody's I'm... marked, they could still get targeted. Yeah. So it necessarily is more for defense against the AI. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. And while she's in Territory Wars, she does have an Omicron. Enemies start the battle with two stacks of purge, and Jedi enemies can't recover health or protection from Jedi unique abilities except Galactic Legends. Mm. Uh, for obvious reasons, yeah. Yeah. So I mean we we've we've covered the leader there. Um let's go into the unique, which is absolutely fun. Uh remember that her um, her category is Empire. So, Second Sister gains plus 50% critical damage. Her special abilities can't be evaded when attacking an enemy with one or more stacks of Purge. And whenever an enemy or Empire ally is defeated, she gains stat bonuses for the rest of the encounter. So, she's... Who's the, who's the one that, that does that too? That's... um. Oh my gosh. What? Is it it's not a Saj Ventress. There's a character that as friends fall, they get stronger and stronger. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, no, A V. Every time a Night Sister gets killed, A V's offense. But that's every single time. There's 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 a character that I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, because I didn't even think of it until now, that the first time somebody dies that's an ally they get this buff and then they get another buff and but it's interesting first, first empire ally or enemy plus 35 percent speed second empire ally or enemy 100 percent defense penetration third empire ally or enemy plus 50 percent critical damage Bone says Stormtrooper or Old Ben. No, I'm talking about not when they die themselves. I'm talking about when allies, um, when they lose friends, they get stronger. Mm -hmm. So, see this, this unique, this, you know, that this is what's going to put me all in on on this character. Not not from a leader point of view. N no, absolutely not. In no way, shape, or form from a leader point of view. I want to put her, I want to take Thrawn out of my Palp Vader Mara team and put her in. So you're going to remove Thrawn from Mara. I'm going to remove Thrawn, yeah. The, the only thing that I used Thrawn for was to put, um, was to put a, uh, um, was to put the fracture on Ray, right? But I think with everything that she does, it would be a lot more valuable to have her there instead because of the, you know, the purges and stuff like that. And here's the thing, the kicker, the kicker um, to me uh, with this character's unique is 
the first, second, and third Empire ally. So 35 speed, another 100%, you know, 100% defense penetration and 50% critical damage. So let's say hypothetically, you uh, you you've taken your palp, your Vader, your Mara, and her and what into a match against uh, a Ray, a GL Ray team. And everything's going along, all tickety-boo. And then all of a sudden, Ray gets her bloody whirlwind off and takes out two or three of your empire, right? And you're left with, say, for example, her and Mara. <laughs> if you're just left with her and Mara, I mean, you're going to be able to polish off the rest of that team, no problem whatsoever. Uh, I think that she could be the answer to... Um, she could be the, uh, the, the Relic 8 response because... While I've had a lot of success um, using the Mara counter to GL Ray when Ray is only Relic 7, I have been 100% unsuccessful when Ray is Relic 8. I think with her on the team instead of Thrawn, it could really, really make the difference. And it will be easier to take out the uh, the supporting cast. So, you know, if, if all that's left is, you know, a Relic 8, um, GL Ray because the rest of the team just crumbled. Um, yeah, it's great. You know, she's it's just you know she's got the she's got the ability to stun. Mara locks Mara can. Here's the thing: Mara locks up a team pretty well on her own, right? Uh, this Inquisitor is just going to help keep a team locked down. It really, really is going to help help keep a team she locked down. Only only the Inquisitor gets the plus thirty five percent speed. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. no speed distribution oh, yeah, no, from no, no. Second I'm, Sister. I'm, no, no, there's there's nothing. It's it's like a Hell Mary. She gets 100% penetration, plus she gets the extra crit damage. So, I mean, you'd have to have her mod. Uh, you know, you you would, I would, I mean, I'm probably going to mod her for crit damage. Um, I'm pro I mean, while she's only three stars. <laughs> well, I mean, Evan, yeah, plus 50% critical damage. Yeah, you better. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, you know, while she's low stars and only gear 11, you, you know, it's a bit like, you know, a lot of characters, you, you're modern for speed, you know, you're modern for speed. Um, but you know, you keep an eye on, uh, you know, you put the crit damage triangle on there and you, and you try and get the, uh, the, um, the offense primaries rocking, um, you know, to, to try and get her to hit as hard as physically possible. Right. So I can I can see I can definitely see the benefit in that. Yeah. Uh, but once you've got her to seven stars and she's relicked, she's gonna hit like a truck if she's um, crit damaged and crit. Um, you you don't even need to use crit chance. I would go crit damage and potency to be perfectly honest. That yeah. is what I would go because you don't need crit chance because her abilities already give her crit, crit chance chance. anyway. Right. There's absolute. It's putting crit chance mods on her is just a waste. Thank you um, Rand B for the five person raid. We appreciate it. Hello, governor. Uh yeah, it, it's definitely you're wanting to put um increase critical damage in there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. freaking and, and, and like I said, I she, she's I, I don't she's not somebody I mean I've I've got her as the leader of some trash empire characters, you know, my leftover empire characters at the moment. I didn't know who I was gonna do Moff Tarkin or my TIE Fighter pilot or my credit with. So it's like, you know what, their empire sod it, they can go with her. So for the time being, that's what's happening. But you know, when I get her to seven stars, and I really, I, I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll do some testing in Squad Arena. I'm really going to do some testing in her to see what she does 
um, in place of my Relic Thrawn. Just, you know, just three stars, gear 11. I want to see what she's capable of. Um, oh, please you know, let us quick. know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I will. Definitely let I us know. I absolutely will. All right. Um, do we want to talk about what the Inquisitorious may look like in the future now? Or do we want to do it after the break with the return of the Patreon leaderboard? We we could do it. Let's do it after the break. Do it after the break. Let's do it after the break. Stick around, as I said. The return of the Patreon leaderboard is coming up in just a moment, right uh, within these messages, right here on the Escape Pod Cast. HotBot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Followers, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shittyville's Arena tracking box, after-show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash The Escape Pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Patreon leaderboard. Welcome back to the Patreon leaderboard. It's been a little bit, and I apologize for that. But we are back, and we're going to tell you how our Patreons did in GA, just like we do for GA Center, seen on the Escape Podcast channel on Twitch every single Thursday night with Nev and Ranger from Reality Skewed Gamers. Would you like to be on the Patreon leaderboard as well? Well, join up at patreon.com slash theescapepod, no cast, to join up. All right, uh, at the Kyber Combatant level or higher. Let's take a look, see how everybody did. D goes 1 and 2, 2,476 banners, 21 wins, 5 losses, and 6 holds. Not bad for D. Dark Helmet also goes two and uh, goes 1 and 2, 4,500. 53, 37 up, 8 down, 7 holds. Dr. Jojo, an odd 2 and 1. Well, with the new uh, skill matchmaking system, 
We're expecting to see some of this happen a little bit more often. He files a report, 2-1 and one for the week, which was my own damn fault. Round 1 auto set, round 2 beat a guy with 1 million more GP easily. Round 3 versus a guy with 2 million more JP, uh, galactic power, but he messed up a C versus Ray, so he couldn't clear Lord Vader on the back wall. He couldn't beat his Jedi Master Kenobi or Jedi Master Luke, but... He was more efficient and won by eight banners. 4,012 banners for Dr. Jojo for the week. 34 wins, 13 losses, 5 holds. Horse Strong goes 2-1 and one as well. He also did file a report, so I get to read it. He beat a guy with two GLs who tried the FU defense on his way to a win. Stopped that with his own solid win. Round 2, he hit a lot of snags and was outplayed. But in round three, the GL advantage was for him, and he got a full clear and promotion to a Rhodium 2. Congratulations, Horse Strong. Hot Sauce, who you're about to see coming up later on. He goes 2-1, 3,953 banners, 39 wins, 11, holds, uh, 11 losses, 18 holds. And Sephiranus also goes 2-1 for, uh, for his division size. That's not bad at all. 2,841, 19-2-4. The boards look like this. Hot Sauce, with his skill rating of 39-53, takes the top spot in the tied 2-1 grouping. Dr. Jojo, 38-84 for his skill. Force Strong, 30-58. Sephiranus at 2-1 with 28-41 is his skill. Dark Helmet... He's uh, he's sitting at one and two along with D, but because of thirty six ninety three versus thirty one seventy five, he gets the spot above D. Guys, we would love to see you. As I said, sign up at Kyber Combatant level or higher to join this leaderboard. I'd love to read your reports and report on you as well. And also, be sure to check out GA Center, see how some of your favorite streamers did. And we'll see you guys next time. Be nice to each other, damn it. We want you join the GAC chain gang today. This is the commander of the 506 Procrastination Battalion and the leader of the GAC chain gang. I am sending out a call to action for any Swago content creators on Twitch who would be willing to broadcast their GAC attack rounds alongside some of our best, including Mr. Jigabachi. Dr. Zeppers, Rico1982, and the Bounty Honeys. What is the Chain Gang, you ask? We are an amazing group of content creators who are dedicated on streaming the Grand Arena Championship attack rounds on Twitch. The idea is to provide continuous content back-to-back -back from one streamer to the next and allow the viewers to enjoy more Swago content as well as enjoy the variety of streamers that are currently present in the group. If you are interested in joining the Chain Gang, please reach out to myself on Discord at AndyBees, hashtag 7465, or you can send us a message on our Twitter page, at ChainGAC. Join us today. We have your back. You're listening to the Escape Pod Cast. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gents. Right, what were we going to talk about, Paul? So, the Inquisitorious faction, Neil. Yes, the, the Inquisitors, yeah. So, I, with the way that the kit reveal showed, with her in the leader spot, other Inquisitors have a 30% chance to inflict one stack of Purge when using a basic ability. 
I'm thinking that all Inquisitors are going to share what their basic ability does as, more than likely, for, yeah. as their leader slot. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's more than likely, yeah, so definitely. I'm thinking I can't see that any more leaders coming out until we get the Grand Inquisitor, though. They're going to be... No, no, I think each and every one is going to have some sort of leader ability. And Really? You think... Why... What, a full team, all with leader ability? All of them would have leader abilities. You do realize that a Moff Gideon, an, an, a Moff Gideon team would just stomp all over that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. But here's why. I think the Inquisitorious faction is going to be the marriage of Bounty Hunters and Phoenix. Bounty Hunters, as in they all have a leader ability phoenix that they're all sharing something and then it's going to take it to the next level where each of their omicrons are going to be for different for different modes mm -hmm. so while in territory wars while in territory battles while in grand arena each and every single one of their omicrons and leader abilities will be different to the point where you'll take them in in a certain configuration to fight specific teams. This is going to be your Swiss Army knife. Okay. The Inquisitors are going to be a Swiss Army knife to any team that is not a GL out there. Um... You're not going to want to put think, them well, on defense. I'm just, trying to think of the, I'm just trying to think of the teams that it would have, you know, you'd have. It, I mean, let, let, let's get one thing straight. You know, a full team of Inquisitors is going to be for offense only. There's, there's going to be no point in defense, you know. Um, Imperial Troopers would just stomp all over a team of Inquisitors. That's for that, oh, Especially that, that, a Moff Gideon team, yes. Especially a Moff Gideon, yeah. It, it's just going to stomp all over them. Um, so this is, this is going to be purely for offense so um dickie's saying they confirmed all inquisitors will have a jedi will have a leader and each will target a specific jedi leader yeah well if, if, they, if they are indeed all going to have uh leadership this is a team that you're not going to see on defense so the kits are probably going to be all offense there's it's it, there's not going to be any well uh, the inquisitors have offense. always been all about offense only yeah. What I mean is, it's not going it, it, to. It's not. It's not going to be a. You know, the mechanics, the character mechanics, aren't really going to offer anything of survivability. It's going to be, you know, to tr you know try and get get the kill in there as fast as possible. It's going to be one of those squads that, you know, it, it, sixty. It's gone in sixty seconds. You know, if if you haven't killed your opponent in the first sixty seconds, you, you're probably going to have a bad day. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Bones says maybe they'll synergize with the next GL. I highly doubt that a the next GL will be an Inquisitor. <laughs> Thaddeus says, how would they synergize with Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> so, I mean, but do you see where, with, with the fact that they're going to share at, with their leader ability, their basic ability, that's where I think that the that the love child of Phoenix comes into play. 
And with the bounty hunters, them all having the leader ability to benefit each other, that's that. Yeah. I really, truly look forward to how this faction will play out, but they're definitely, as you said, going to be only offense. You put them on defense, there's going to be a counter that you will find easily. I I just hope that we get I I just really really hope that we get the inquisitors from uh, uh, rebels and the grand Inquis- I really want to see I would love to see the grand inquisitor I think he was such an awesome um a, 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 an awesome character in rebels like really really I mean it, it it doesn't hurt that they you know got an a lister to do the voice for the inquisitor in Jason Isaacs who I still think will play the live action Thrawn. Um, but yeah, um, it's he's just such a great character. I love to see the Grand Inquisitor. It, you know, four Inquisitors under a just oh yeah, that would be pretty sweet. And I'm I'm I have no there's no doubt in the back of my mind that they would be, you know, one of those off meta counters for GLs that everybody would chase. It's it's not going to be like you know one of those teams that can do over all. Uh, you know, can do overall uh, using the right configuration, possibly yeah, right configuration, right, right configuration, right characters. It'll be, it'll be like a, you know, it'll be like a Mara Jade. You know, a Mara Jade, you know, Mara Jade can take out a JML and a Ray if done right. It's not going to take out any of the other GLs, but you know, it's nice to have, you know, a team in your back pocket. Um, that can take out a GL, especially if you want to put your GLs on defense for um, whether it be for GAC or for territory rules. So, all right, let's get into what you what we kind of teased the Nev rant, not necessarily a Nev rage, nah, but you're rage. you have a you have a bone to pick with Kyle. Yes, Katar. I do. I do have a bone to pick. Um, it is, and it's kind it's it's a big bone to pick. Um, uh, with the uh, with regards to um, uh, with regards to Carl Catan, um, as as if the character um, wasn't already, you know, a cash grab, which clearly it was. You know, take, you need to take the character to Relic Five in order to go for Star Killer. Um, as far as I'm concerned, you know, that's and, and it's a great character. You know, pro- as far as I've been, as far as I'm aware, definitely worth the you know, definitely worth the cheddar. Um, he's he's going in my Mothma team. He is my yeah, he's, current. You know, he's, he is my current farm because he's going into my Mothma team. Yeah, and that's the problem. That's where my gripe is. It's the farm. You know, they'd already put Dash Rendar in the cantina, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, all right, fine. There's four characters. You know, there's Mara, Talon, and and Rendar and Katan. So you know, maybe one in cantina. Uh, you know, maybe a couple in, you know, one on a light side node, one on a dark side node, maybe one on a ship node. But they've brought Kyle out and they've put him in Cantina as well. And I just think that that's a real crappy thing to do. Uh, I do. <laughs> I genuinely think it's a crappy thing to do. They I just know, finished Dash when Kyle showed up. Well, good, Bully for you. I haven't even started farming for him yet because it's Cantina. Well, you know, it's I only have, 12 you know, energy. 
If you do it right, if you spend your three refreshes on Cantina Energy, you get 40 pulls a day. I'm averaging 15 shards per day of Kyle Katarn. Yes, but not all of us can afford the crystals to do that. You know, some of us can only afford one refresh because they're saving crystals for an executor, you know? Um, and, you know, all of the crystals, you know, all Get of the good, farming bro. is going on relic materials. Get so good. I... <laughs> get good no look i just think that (laughs) i mean it's it uh, as much as as much as i would love for ships to cut you know i i I, i'm under no illusion you know we keep asking for ships we're not going to get them Uh, until we stop asking for ships you know then they'll be like (laughs) right they've stopped asking for ships give them ships but because we keep asking for new ships they're never going to give us ships and obviously you know ships would be you know ships would be uh, any new ships that they brought in would go onto the uh, onto the fleet notes to give us something else to farm. But you know, it's it's not like they're in a rush at the moment and haven't been in a rush for ages to give us new ships. So I don't see any new ships um, uh, on the uh, on the horizon, especially now that they're giving us bloody inquisitors. So I, I really thought that some of these uh, characters that they'd recently brought out, you know, Iden. Talon, Mara, I-, I thought that they would throw at least two or three of them on ship notes so that we could farm them there and have something other than Omega to farm. You know, I just thought something like that would be nice. And, you know, just seeing two characters back to back put on the canteen. And uh, let me ask, because I haven't farmed them. I don't know. Is it a double node? Is what a double node? The nodes that they've been put on, was there something already farmable from that node they, character? Or no, ship? it's not a double node anymore. Like there, see, you see what I mean? This, this, Kyle Katarn is, is just Kyle Katarn. Dash Rendar what? is just Dash Rendar. They you see, and 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 they've and they've reversed on that. You see, I, that was one of the best things I thought that, that they did. That was one of the best things they did. With a bunch of new, you know, with some new characters at the beginning of last year, they'd bring in a new character and they would put it, um, uh, when they brought it in for farming, they'd put it on a node where something already existed. You that know? has I been mean, there for it... a while. Yeah, exactly. They did it with Fennec. When when they made Fennec, um, Fennec Shan farmable, I was like, oh, that's, br-, you know, they put her on the same node as a ship. And I'm like, that's brilliant. That's really, really good because it's good for the retention of new players because they're getting. You know, it's a two for one. They're getting a ship and they're getting a character. Um, and w- with more characters, I was about to say more ships and characters, <laughs> with more, at least more characters coming into the game, it would be nice if they would continue with this double up and they have one done ship, that one character. Characters. Yeah, what one, one well, ship, not, one character per node. One, one ship, one character would be nice, but I mean, two characters on a node is even nicer. Um, I, I just wish that they would they continued in that vein. Um, and this is is they haven't, you know, that they, they they just haven't done it. And and th- these aren't characters that new or intermediate players are going to go for straight away because the, obviously the ultimate reward for um, for Kyle Dash Talon and Mara is Starkiller. But you've got to have all four characters at Relic Five. And, you know, newer players coming into the game, even some of the intermediates, they're going to be wanting to spend 
the majority of their, uh, you know, uh, relic materials on the characters going towards a GL. Uh, and and I, I just think, you know, that they could have really, really put a smile on the community's face by putting them on nodes for doubles and putting them on nodes that weren't I'm, Cantina, that's all. What, so... I think you're like me in this situation where you would actually love to be a fly on the wall at the meetings of where do we put these characters for farm? Yeah, I would. I would love to be in one of those meetings. Just, because just to slowly, observe. Yeah, just to observe. Because, you know, I imagine somebody's like, oh, what can we do, you know, to squeeze, you know, what can we do to, uh, you know, what can we do to squeeze the uh you know the whales and the krakens and it's like well we you know we could make them farm this and it's like and then somebody somebody on the other side of the desk sticks their hand up and goes yeah but we, that's stupid because the whales and the krakens have already bought the characters right so all you're doing is you know annoying the free-to-play and the dolphins that don't want to spend their money on cantina i don't spend, spend fa- i don't crystals on cantina because they're farming for relic materials, you know? This is the way that I've done every single character since the Legacy uh, um, Legends characters. Every single one, I have first opened packs to get to 65. If I, whenever I get to 65, I stop. Then I grab the, uh, uh, the $20 pack. For the gear to get them up so I can open up all the abilities. And then I do the marquees. That's how it's been since since the beginning of the Le- uh, Legends characters. If I hit 330 along the way, I don't have to do crap, <laughs> to be honest with you. Hey, look, I, 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 will, I will happily spend more crystals um, uh, farming for... Uh, I will happily spend more crystals farming for relics um, so that I can spare maybe a hundred farming for Calcutta. I'm probably, I'll hold off on Dash. Dash is fine at three stars. Um, He's fine. He's okay at three stars. I I, I don't feel the immediate need to do him. Um, But I would really, really like, I'd love to have Calcutta at seven stars so that I can um, just not, not a high, just put him at a, you know, uh, 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 get him to gear 13, maybe have him at relic three, um, just to throw on my Mon Mothma team, you know, just to make that Mon Mothma team more of a pain in the ass. Who are you putting uh, on that Mon Mothma really team, is. by the way? Because I'm going Pow, Kara Dune, and Hoth Rebel Scout. Yeah, I mean, I've got Karl Katarn on my Mon Mothma team at the moment at three stars, gear 11, and he's fine. But who's, who's, you know? who's the other three? Hmm? Who are your other three on that Mothma team? Oh, right. Um, the other three on that... Hang on a minute. I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> I've, got, I've got the game open up in front of me. I will tell you. My Mon Mothma team with Karl Katarn in it is... Is... Um, um, Wigs and Cassian. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. So it's Cass. I was gonna put. Um, I was gonna put. Um, um, so you don't Cara do Dune Pal. In there. Instead, do I was Pal. gonna put. It's interesting. I was gonna do Kara instead of um, uh, Cassian, but I I like the I like the random debuffs that Cassian puts out. 
um, because uh, it just it, I, my 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 Mon team isn't there to hold. My Mon Mothma team is there to strip banners from my opponents. Um, and I tried it with um, Cassian, and I tried it with Kara. And over the period of uh, one month, um, I stole more bun- more banners with that team with Cassian there than with Mara. Uh, so yeah, I figured I'll I'll, I'll stick with uh, stick with Cassian. Uh, t- took out K two S O and put in Kalkatam. Hey, it strips banners. It might not necessarily get a hold, but it stops my opponent getting max banners on that team. You know, unless somebody takes Imperial Troopers against it. If someone takes Imperial Troopers against that team, they're, they're getting, you know, they're getting max banners. No. Ah, poor Pimp. Pimpinelli. B Pimple, as I like to call him. Uh, says, my poor alt account. Oh my gosh, this guy gave me the FU defense and I'm out GP'd by 2.5 million. Sucks to be you. <laughs> Does this, is this a product, Neil, of the squishing? Uh, no, no. It's that we, we said from the beginning that uh, the first three months, I said the first three months, the, um, the matchmaking was still going to be janky. Uh, it was, it was still going to be janky. And this first, the first, oh, the, um, the first week of, um, the second month, my, I've never, there were some really, really tough groups. Um, but until everybody's got 36 rounds under their belt, I just can't see that the matchmaking just isn't going to always make sense um, for everybody. It just isn't. I mean, some people have easier matchups, some people don't. Um, but you've also got to take into consideration uh, a lot of big teams that were in Kaiba in month one are now in Erodium because they got relegated. So uh, that that probably, exp- you know, a lot of people in Erodium are, are going to get some real nasty matchups from accounts that were in Kaiba in month one. So I imagine uh, the uh, the uh, the the opponents that got matched with the uh, with the B pimp, it's probably it's probably an account that got relegated from Kaiba because they didn't play enough, or they played so poorly that you know they still got relegated. So I, I wouldn't worry too much about it, mate. I mean, he's got more GP than you, and he's FU'd you. I I, I would check his history and find out how many times last month he DNS'd, because I would hazard a guess that he sets the FU defense and then DNSs. And if he's a DNS, it doesn't matter that he set you an FU. All you got to do is put some banners on the board and, and get the win, mate. Yeah, if they don't show up. It's not up, all doom and gloom. <laughs> that, that's a thing that's been bugging the daylights out of me on most of the open forums is people complaining about the fact that they're doing well enough that they're facing these crazy disparities. Yeah. You rock. Your opponent sucks. It understands. It, you know, it, it's understandable. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, which is why I say 
that by the time everybody's got 36 rounds at the end of the third month, going into the fourth month, everybody will have 36 rounds under their belt. So you'll have, you know, a decent, you know, you'll have a decent number of wins, a decent number of losses. I mean, you might be somebody that has bugger all wins and a hell of a lot of losses, but at the end of three months, those people are going to be, you know, either in erodium or in chromium. So they're no longer your problem. They're erodium and chromium problems, <laughs> you know. Um, but because you then, can't, you, you know, won't face somebody out of your league. You may face them out of your division, but you'll never face anybody out of your league. No, and sometimes you, you, you sometimes you probably, you know, you just need to get lucky. You know, you need to be, uh, you know, one of those people that gets promoted a division as you know, a bunch of heavy accounts are getting relegated so that you don't get matched with them, you know? Yeah. So let's take a look at the quick, uh, let's take a quick look at the, um, at the calendar. We have an assault battle military might coming up on February 3rd. February 9th is the Ewok, is the Empire versus Ewoks or Imperial Troopers, depending on what, uh, what way you like to go. Along that, Places of Power, which is a very, very good one to to farm, as Warrior has told us, um, on the 14th. The Ground War is on the 19th against the Separatists. Uh, Rebel Roundup is on the 23rd. And then, of course, the one that nobody can beat is at the end of the month on the 28th. Yes. The Night Sister <laughs> one. The night sister one. Yeah, exactly. The one that nobody can beat. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that one either. The uh so also an alert the day after Valentine's Day, which apparently is the national day of the Canada flag, by the way. I looked at I looked at ahead on my calendar <laughs> on my wall outside the studio and saw National Canadian Flag Day on the fifteenth of Dece of uh February. Uh, that is when the executor comes back. So if you, if your Valentine gets you any gift cards, that's when you spend them, Neil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you're you're free to play and so yeah, exactly. I know why I'm, I'm saying play, that to so you. Me no, me no care. Although I will say I do like the uh, I, I'm liking the uh, uh, the logging character cadence at the moment. Uh, I think it's great that they're doing, you, you know, the it's Imperial Troopers, you know, sure Trooper this month, um, uh, you know, and in, in previous months, we've had the uh, the Range Trooper. Um, didn't we get Death Trooper recently as well? Trying to think. Lots of Empire. But, but uh, hey, I, I just think it's great that, you yeah. know, it's it's extra it's extra imp trooper shards uh, for those people that might not necessarily have already farmed. I mean, I've already farmed for the let's imp troopers. address a myth real quick. Wolf Phil says the uh, the point is you only get the win with beating one or two teams. You won't get the skill points. And because of the squeezing, you get relegated and lose crystals by dropping divisions. The squishing does not affect your division. No, um, the, the the squishing doesn't the squishing doesn't affect your division. Um and also the, it, um, nothing banners. It's win or loss. Banners only matter in the game mode. You do not get extra skill points for getting less banners than anybody else. 
It's no. win or loss. That is yeah, that, all. That was that was yeah, that was something that I thought I uh, it's 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 the um the, the skill rating. I mean, you you I mean, if you finish four, if you finish third over fourth, then yeah, you're gonna get an extra skill rating point. But you're only gonna it's like one, you know. And Obviously, it depends the, the, on the, the, what order you got those wins and losses in. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I must admit, I, and who I, you I lost hated. to? I know. Because what is it? The first month I went two one every single week, and I was always, always finishing either third or fourth. I would never get the second spot, and it would bug the crap out of me because I'm like, come on, man, you know. So I'd lost, you know. So that's four. Four skill, four or four or eight skill rating points that I missed out on, which kind of sucked. Um, uh, but yeah, no, because I, I and 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 the promotions are kind of weird as well. Because um, I, I like I started in that first month in Kyber Four, um, and I got promoted to Kyber Three off the back of a two-one. Um, which I thought was a bit weird, and I've just been in Kyber 3 ever since. I, I just look at the bottom end and the top end, and I keep thinking to myself, don't drop, because I don't want to get relegated. I just want to stay. So I got the win, so I've got the one-loss buffer that stops me getting relegated. Just keep an eye on, you know, keep an eye on your bracket. Uh, keep an eye on the, uh, the difference from being relegated and being promoted. If you don't want to be promoted... Just watch and work out right. If I win, I'm going to get X amount of skill rating points. Yeah. Um, and if you don't want to get promoted, then don't win. You know, I'm not suggesting you throw the match, but if you don't want to get promoted, you know, uh, use it as an opportunity to test some counters um, or, you know, test some different defenses. Uh, it's probably going to, you know, if you're not playing your usual way it's probably going to have um some uh, uh, uh some unintended consequences but if you're using it as a learning experience because you don't want the win because you want to maintain the division that you're in and not get matched against tougher people um then you can do that and similarly if if you know you're on the cusp if you're like within uh, you know, 20 or so skill rating points from being relegated and you don't want to be relegated because you know that you're then going to have to win um, in the, the the next week in order to get promoted back up. I mean, just, you know, d d just take the time to, you know, look at what your skill rating is, um, you know, go on to the leaderboards, see who it is you're going to get matched against and, and try and, you know, work out in your head, right, I'm, I'm going to need to do this uh, i'm gonna need to you know beat at least these two people just you know do a little bit of research do some homework um and and just keep uh, uh you know just keep your eye on your skill rating keep an eye on your division um and don't worry so much about the squishing uh you, you might lose some skill ratings but you you're never gonna lose skill rating points that get you relegated um and if something like that were to happen, then you could well and truly kick off to Crum because Crum, you know, Crum said that nobody will be relegated as a result of, you know, um, uh, the squishing. So uh, you just got to keep your, uh, you know, just keep your eyes on. You might get squished and it might take you closer to relegation, but it won't get you relegated. So, you know, you could get you could get your uh, skill rating squished and it could put you within one loss 
of getting relegated, then yeah, yeah. sure, you might be a little bit. If you're at the bottom, like if you're at the bottom of a division, you best be going to try to win at you know all three matches. Otherwise, yeah. you could get relegated. Two and one yeah. does not mean you have a positive skill score. No, That's... two and one does. No, two and one does give you a positive. No, it doesn't. I went two and yes, one, and I dropped five. It's happened. You dropped five what? I dropped five skill points after going two and one during a week. I've been keeping track. Remember, I'm the guy who does all the numbers. <laughs> okay. So, it's happened. If you do not want to drop, go 3-0. We'll be back after these messages in the Escape Podcast for Kids with the interview live with Hot Utils crew right after these messages. HotBot and Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Polo-ons, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shittyville's Arena tracking box, after-show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T, reon.com slash the escape pod and sign up today thank you for supporting and listening to the escape podcast the escape pod cast for kids it's really cool hello there padawans and welcome back to story time with uncle thad and the escape podcast for kids Tonight we're going to talk about a character that I have been saying is coming to Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes for years now. None other than the second sister from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, formerly known as Trilla Suduri. The second sister was originally a Jedi Padawan before the events of Order 66 and the Great Jedi Purge. Student to Jedi Knight Sarah Dunda, she was eventually captured and imprisoned at the Fortress Inquisitorius on the planet Nur. During her imprisonment, Trilla was tortured and succumbed to the dark side. It was at this time that her former master attempted to rescue her. 
During Trilla's interrogation, her master staged this rescue attempt, which ultimately resulted in the murder of all the Imperials involved in Trilla's interrogation. It was, it was pretty brutal. But by this time, Trilla had already fallen to the dark side. When her master saw what she was wearing as an, she was wearing this Imperial garb, Trilla's transition from Jedi to Inquisitor was complete and thus she became the Jedi hunting inquisitor we know today. Second sister was the key antagonist in the EA Star Wars video game Jedi Fallen Order. She along with a team of purge troopers, dark troopers, and other members of the Inquisitorius scoured the galaxy to find any Jedi who survived Order 66. As an Inquisitor, the second sister wore the traditional black and gray Inquisitor entire and carried a double-bladed spinning lightsaber. She rarely took off her helmet, but when she did, you could see the darkness in her eyes. Now, with that, let's take a look at her kit and how she measures up in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. As far as her tags, the second sister is an unaligned force-using Imperial leader. Since she left the Jedi Order and became one of the Inquisitorious, calling her anything other than an unaligned force user would be inaccurate. While she did strive to prove herself to Lord Vader, she was never raised above anything outside of the level of Inquisitor. Her basic ability, and, and one of the cool things about this basic ability is it introduces a new ability called Purge. This ability highlights the fear that the Inquisitorious strikes into the heart of all remaining Jedi. The longer the Inquisitors fight against the Jedi, the likelier they are to win. Her first special ability is a jump attack that we saw the second sister perform in Jedi Fallen Order a few times. In Swaga, it's a crazy powerful attack that deals 150% damage penetration with a, a whole heap of utter other critical chance and critical damage accompanying it. What's cool about her second special ability is that it directly hints that we are getting more Inquisitors. In fact, in their interview with the Galactic War Report, the devs specifically said that more Inquisitors are coming. I mean, they didn't specifically say that, but it was like really, really hinted, like so hinted that it was obvious that more are coming. I mean, that's why they gave us the tag. You wouldn't give a tag to just one person. I mean, so it, it makes total sense. Now, her leadership ability is an interesting one as well. It looks like she's going to be a pretty useful tool in Territory Wars. What stands out to me, though, is that since she's not the only Inquisitor, I'm really curious to know if the other Inquisitors will get or will be more effective as leaders. Again, throwing back to the Galactic War Report, they did say that the different Inquisitors will have different leadership abilities that will make use of how those Inquisitors used the various drones at their at their beck and call. But for now, we can rely on her to be a solid leader and to the lesser used Imperial characters. Finally, what makes her unique ability so interesting is that it truly shows what the Empire thought of many of their servants. Everyone, and I mean everyone, was expendable. And when someone died, there was always a new person to take that their place. So seeing that the Inquisitors are getting buffs for other people dying seems pretty legit. Well, that's it for me this week. 
As I mentioned above, it's clear that this is just the first Inquisitor in a long line of the Inquisitorious. So be sure to tune in next week for more story time with Uncle Thad on the Escape Podcast for Kids. Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy Offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Pod Castaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Hey there, listeners. Merchandise specialist Critty K here. Do you enjoy the Escape Pod and want to support the channel and get something a little extra for yourself as well? Head on over to tpublic.com slash user slash the Escape Podcast and grab a Team Neil, Team Paul, Critty Play, or many other fun Padawan designs on your choice of shirt, cup, sticker, mask, or even a magnet. And be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast Discord and get the latest info on the other designs I make as well. Sometimes there's even a sale going on, so it is smart to stop on by. Thank you for supporting the Escape Podcast. Attention, we are receiving an incoming transmission. Attention. Attention. We are receiving an incoming transmission. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's incoming transmission. As you can see, it's a big one. We have a lot of people here. Uh, The last time we did something this big was last year, and it was the exact same crew, but we had them (laughs) in for a lot longer. Um... The reason why I wanted to bring them back this time uh, is because of, well, the importance of GAC. So I'm going to introduce the person right smack bang in the middle. Hot sauce, hot sauce. Introduce your crew to us, please. Hi, thanks for having us. So I'm Hot Sauce. You guys all probably know me. I was kind of the one that had started Hot Utils. I'm no longer the sole runner of Hot Utils, that's for sure. I've got quite a team now with me. I got two steps here he's one of the lead devs he does a lot of the well right now he's been really focused on doing the version two of our bot which we can talk about a bit which is hopefully coming if two step has his way we'll have the beta right away (laughs) as soon as you stop slacking we're gonna go um he's kind of been a you know a big part of different sections of the website i've got swerve here that he's our key support guy he does a ton of work for us you know in and around the discord server um helping coordinate things i mean again all these guys are irreplaceable to me right now i've got creator he's one of our he's not new anymore but he's one of the most recent devs but he's been with us quite a while now he's really focused been focused on You'll see the squad management piece, the territory battle defense or territory battle side of things, the TW defense planner, the GAC defense planner. So he's been kind of in all, a lot of the website of that. We've got Strange here. He's kind of uh, been with us from the start and had his hands in a lot of things, but his baby is the mod playground. Um, 
mods, templates, those kind of things. So yeah, we've been hearing like, uh, a lot of a lot, hearing Strange's name a lot on uh, on Twitch recently because he's been uh, he's been doing a lot of collaborating with uh, the playbook. That's yes. right. Yep. <laughs> and, and then, then of course there's hot sauce the brainchild you know i have to do my master ceremonies bit the brainchild the 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 mother in a father's body that pumped out one of the greatest things that has ever come to star wars galaxy of heroes ladies and gentlemen thank you for the introduction to your crew ladies and gentlemen the hot bot crew <laughs> Thank so, you again. It's it's great to have you on. Um, I just want to start off with the the last time we had you on, we we uh, it was really to talk about how version two you you were bringing version two to life. Now that was that was at least six months ago, maybe even longer. Yeah, the so, announcement um, of that version two was coming. The announcement of that version two coming. Um, a lot's happened since then. And one of the biggest, the biggest two things to happen since then is the reworking of territory wars, and drum roll, GAC getting the biggest rework of them all because now it's become more important because that's where the crystals are. So, what have you been doing to hot utils since we last spoke? That kind of makes you even more valuable to the community as like this all-encompassing tool that everybody gets to use. So it has been all, I think it's been 11 months because I joined your guys' Patreon the, literally, I think the day of when you had us on last. And Was it? it? It's coming due now next month. So <laughs> it's literally been 11 months, I think. Um, since then- Wait, I mean, thank again, you for the sponsorship, by the way. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, since then, it was a lot of work into the, you know, territory battles, the mod playground, the defense tools. Um, and then, as you said, the game really changed on us. It really, the, the different requirements for guild, the importance shifted and whatnot. And then, so now we've been taking a real focus on the TW defense side of things, the GAC defense side of things. Um, many of you will be aware the GAC defense planning and being able to just have the system place all your defenses for you and around and you be able to have saved plans was a key thing. We're in beta now with territory where it's the same thing. We, you know, especially guys that run multiple accounts, you can spend a lot of time now placing a lot of different teams in territory words and GAC. And so it, again, it was about allowing officers to kind of set up plans and then place it. So that our, our focus has been on, on those two things. I know, Two-Step had done a bunch of work on Conquest because back when Conquest became a real grind trying to help people. So there's some tools related to try and help people through the hard conquests and whatnot. So we kind of just shift our focus to, you know, what people are looking for. Now, a real big project for us, though, has been the whole, we did the big launch of version two. That was version two of the website. We're essentially in the final stages and about to enter beta on a complete rework of the bot side of things in discord which is going to yeah. be huge i i so, wanted and we're being forced into it in a way <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you that because you said um discord wants you to fully move to slash commands 
not just us, all, all bots on Discord. So, so what they're, for some reason, Discord, I don't, I mean, maybe people have different Discord experiences than me, but apparently bots spying on people is some big concern with Discord. So what they're doing is, is all bot accounts won't be able to read the messages that you just type in channels. So, so right now that's the way most bots work. You have some magic prefix that you type, like an exclamation point or a dollar sign or a tilde or whatever, and then you type some command and the bot reads that message and does something with it. Um, and they 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 don't want that so for privacy reasons and that's that's coming as of April, so uh, I don't know did that apply to small bots too two step like it might be yeah, just the, a if big you're doing bot. really little bots or like if you have less than a hundred yeah. servers I think you might be able to do it but I think that even that like they said for now they're not gonna crack yeah. down on that but but I mean you know we're we're well over a hundred servers I don't actually even know the number but but hot sauce I'm sure it's into the several hundreds of servers because I mean people just leave it on their random server even if their guild disbands or whatever and the server is still kicking I'm you know the, the bot's still there but uh yes yeah, so that, that's sort of forcing our hand with it um you know and and it, it to be fair it's not just like a change for the sake of change it, it gets us some really nice features so you can do things like have buttons and stuff in discord and drop downs and, and all sorts of ui that let you have you know more than just a sort of type some text and hope that you formatted it right and hope that you put the options in the right order and all that sort of stuff that, thank you two step thank you very much for that the the thing though that you you told neil was it'll allow you to bring features to discord like bronzium opening it's already there i did it i actually did it in like two days last week because <laughs> does it, I was like, I wonder if I can do this. Does it tell you what you got? Yeah, as it, I mean, I, I, I can choose, like, we always, the site could always do this as well. Like, we could choose what you say, but, like, you don't want to know what, like, random blue piece of gear you got, right? Like, that would be a really just forever scrolling list of nonsense. Um, but it, it actually edits the message. So you, you type it now, slash bronziums, and, it, and you could say open 100 bronzium packs, whatever. And it will keep editing its message saying, okay, you got... 57 character shards now 30 you know 300 character shards now and it will mark when you get a full mark three carb and, and <laughs> i want to know <laughs> i want to turn it into a slot machine when i'm not playing my uh my my account i want people to be able to you know put to spend one of my bronziums and if they get something they get a roll in the server can we do that <laughs> can you yeah um, could you do that would be so much fun if we could, if we could just, you know, literally, like, I don't know, just some little image, three reels, and you you put your bronziums <laughs> in and you pull the lever. It's funny, actually, Discord had this developers meeting today, and they had asked people for questions and I actually submitted a question because the, the main problem is they're adding some UI, but they don't let us do lots of cool things like having little animated images and stuff like that, right? So you're, you're still limited by what Discord lets you, lets you have. And, and the problem with, with allowing people to do that is now, you'd think that would be great, except that someone's going to type that command while you're in the middle of some GAC battle, and it's going to break your connection, and then you're going to get... You no, know, you can turn it off and on. <laughs> All right, well, you know, if, if that's a feature that you can uh, convince Hot Sauce to allow, then you sl can do that. <laughs> slash Bronzium Roulette enable, slash Bronzium Roulette disable. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, they'll have to make a new Patreon tier for you for that, you know. <laughs> so, um... You you wanted to bring up um, I mean the the fact that these loadouts um, who was the brainchild of the loadouts? So strange is I'll let strange. That, that was strange. Yeah, strange. Tell tell me about you know what went in to. Can you do this with ships for us, please? <laughs> <laughs> Before strange talks, let me. T I think I issued a 
challenge in a way that I didn't realize a long time ago. And that was that, can we ever get to the point where we can build a guild template that has a bunch of requirements? And then at some point, would the system ever be able to be smart enough to then just remod any guild members roster to try and help them remod it to match that template without them having to do much? And I think Strain somehow took that literally because boy, he's been pushing <laughs> closer and closer to that goal every day I see it. <laughs> Oh God! I would love to remod some some people Bones' roster. <laughs> yeah, there's always there's always like a couple of people who 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 are in your guild, and it's like, yeah, that 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 team really shouldn't have lost, dude. What mods have you got on those characters? <laughs> it's like, ah, that's why you lost. And pre, I gotta love those three dot mods, man. Gotta keep those around for something. I don't understand why people. Do, well, I do understand because they they look at it and it's like, yeah, I, I know it's a four door, but it's got one hundred offense on it. It's like, yeah, but the remaining stats suck. Just so keep I, farming. I keep one four dot mod on one of my characters just to test all of the features we have about like not letting you interact with four dot mods and stuff. But that's the only one I've got. <laughs> and then eventually you'll accidentally sell it and be like, no, I, that's why I put it on the character, so I can't do that. That's on some like you know Kit Fisto or whatever the fuck you know. I mean, someone who doesn't uh, <laughs> not really useful. So strange. What what was it like? You know, putting this this GAC loadout system in. Uh, well, I can talk to you about the uh, the thing that we introduced called loadout definitions. Um, and I think that's what you're talking about. A, yeah. a traditional loadout, like the old school loadout, just had uh, a bunch of units and the mods that those units had assigned to them. Um, it didn't really have any uh, what we call metadata or definition about that loadout. Um, so uh, a big feature that we released in the last, I'd say, six months, it was, was we added this concept of a definition to a loadout. And... Um, what it has is for each unit, it, you can weight different stats. Uh, you can put primary and secondary, uh, you can put primary restrictions on units um, and stat restrictions on units. And when you're going through and modding, um, when you save the loadout, that definition gets saved in the loadout and retained with it. Um, and then when you're using playground, you can kind of see highlighted when you break those restrictions. Um, so that was a nice feature to give some definition to what you're trying to do, because, um, sometimes, I don't know if you guys have ever run into this, like, uh, you might create a loadout for an LSTB battle with a squad. And when you make it, you, you watch a video that some content creator created and they tell you exactly how to mod everything. Um, so you make the, the modding setup, and then six months later you go and you're like, I forget totally what I did and why I did it. <laughs> um, and it's nice to save that in the loadout now, uh, those stat weights and those, you know, Hey, I want this character to have, you know, crit damage set and this kind of triangle, you know, crit avoid triangle or whatever, all that metadata gets saved in the loadout. It It's, it's not as pretty, if you will, as grand ivory, but it does, it performs better in my opinion. So yeah. major props does, does to, it have the, to the uh, performance does it have does it have the RNG God disclaimer? <laughs> no, yeah. Because because no... uh, I, I think there should be an RNG God disclaimer in there that, you know, 
um, you know, not all RNG gods uh, like this loadout, and they will screw you over from time to time. Because yeah. uh, uh, the first two times I, I was like, yes, I've got the best mod squared away. And I used the loadout and I just, it's like I was done. I was ready for the cam mission. And then RNGesus and the RNG gods went, yeah, we don't know how good your mods are. <laughs> exactly. And then, and it's like, damn, I wasted like 10 minutes doing that. And, you know, well, that's the, the that idea is that you waste. You waste 10 minutes once with this stuff. I mean, this is really powerful, right? Because like, exactly. I, I, make my, I make my cam setup once and then I get better mods six months later. And I can just click a button and like sort of update that to have now my best new mods, right? And this is this is really cool I, stuff. Exactly. That's one of these, that's, that's one of the features that I think, you know, we really, really need to put out there and highlight out that you, you can update these mod loadouts when the better mod comes along. So you might just have that, you know, you might have that, speed arrow on one of your loadouts that you you want to be i don't know crit avoidance with you know a 25 you know 25 speed on it which we know you know a few and far between and and rng just doesn't like giving those out but when you get one you want that put into the mod loadout i got um, like three of them i don't know what you're talking about man i have two all right i have two um one's crit and one's health so you know i yeah i i guess i need to you know Farm harder. harder. <laughs> yeah. And one of the, one of the things we've done with the with the definitions is we built a, a sharing feature into it. So when you when you create the definition um, that isn't specific to your roster, you can then share it with guildmates or allies. And um, and I think you mentioned earlier that we've been doing a lot of work with Fatal, and he's one of the people who have been building a ton of loadout definitions for us and sharing them globally. So you can go into the tool and you can actually see, you know, here's Fatal's loadout definition for Imperial Troopers. And you load it up and then all of a sudden it's got your restrictions for turn order and modding and speed and and, and exactly how he's using it. Yeah, and, uh, Ama uh, he's, cool. as we said when we talked to him, I think it was two weeks ago, It he literally will spend an hour deciding which mod goes where. Zverb, <laughs> what, 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 you know, it's been, as Hot Sauce pointed out, it's been a year. What's been the favorite thing that you've done this past year in the, yeah, in the box? Definitely the load of definitions as well. Uh, working, I helped Strange developing the whole playground concept. Though he involved me a lot in it, and I run a mod optimization business as a professionally. So being able to use Are the you definitions people? and He's say? better than no, Pimpo. Oh, okay. I was making sure. I, I, I was wondering if we finally got Pimpo on the show. He's Pimpo, but you know, doesn't spend like whatever it is, ten grand a week on you know whatever Pimpo's spending it on. <laughs> That's the young Zochi. Yeah. No, go okay, ahead. I'm sorry. I I, I needed to make no a joke. At all. <laughs> well, as uh, Strange mentioned, sharing is a big part of the load of definitions and. When working with mods daily with a lot of different people, I can perfect these definitions and then I can apply them to a lot of people during a short amount of time. So it really makes my work easier, but this could also be implemented on your guild. So if you have some dedicated members that will perfect some loadout definitions, then you can share that to your entire guild and get better Territory Wars modding, GAC modding, Conquest modding territory balance modding any part of the game you can help your guild members perfect and that's a very big part for me the sharing sense what, of it 
Uh-huh. So he, Swerve, uh, let me tell you a story about Swerve's sharing. Because like uh, the we just did did Dark Side TV, right? And there's right. a stupid Dooku mission, right? Which is sort of a pain. But there's some various strategies to work. And I was asking Swerve, oh, do you have some good way of doing this? Because he actually had done some remod- remodeling. And, and he actually made a loadout definition, which is globally shared, which anyone can use. Which my guild now, a whole bunch of people in my guild all applied it. And now everyone gets two out of two on that thing. Wow, and, and it was it, all, and all they have to do is load it up, click go, and then click load, and one, and then, and then they're all set. And, it's, and then it's hit amazing. auto, right? Yeah, they hit, they hit, they hit automate, and then they hit load, and you. Hit go no, I'm battle. talking about in the game. They yeah, hit in the auto. battle, you hit auto, and you just win. <laughs> and, and like he did that, I do that. Him, it took him maybe whatever ten minutes or something to make this loadout, but now it saved all these people tons of time, and it just it's incredibly easy to share. I mean, I think the sharing thing is like key for how. You know, it's, it's a big area of the game that is completely out of the game, right? There's no way in the game for me to, like, even show you, like, I guess in theory I could go to, like, guild manage and find your profile and, like, look at your character and look at the mods on them and, and all this sort of stuff. But I can't say to someone, hey, look, this is a good team for TW in-game, right? It's, it's just not possible, right? And and so I think us us enabling more sharing like that is is incredibly powerful for a lot of people. And, and it's, you know, within guilds, within, you know, content creators, all that sort of stuff. I mean, content creator stuff, we're doing tons of stuff, you know, for things like, like as Hot Sauce mentioned, Conquest, right? Like there's all these people like like Bit Dynasty and and, and uh, Skelturix or whatever who are making these Conquest guys when new Conquests come out, right? And Albiel. Yeah, yeah. Here's how to do feats on this one. Here's how to do feats in this in this sector, right? And we we make it really easy to link that stuff in the site so that you can say, okay, what am I actually supposed to use for this? How do I, you know, mod them if you get have to get down to the level or like, what team do I use here? How can I double dip and get a couple of these feats together? And, you know, but but you know, we're never gonna know as developers everything to do there, but we can ha- we can enable these content creators to to you know advertise essentially but it's good advertising because it's relevant to your interest right exactly you know targeted advertising that works right like (laughs) hot sauce so being able to do this whole remod of a fellow guild member what is that going to entail that is needed as far as i don't really want to say price point but level of support that you do, um, does each member of the guild have to be a hot bot member? You know what? What's the prerequisite for for me to to remod Bones's roster? Right now, if you want the system to be able to reach into the game and completely move all your mods around, you do have still have to be a chili subscriber. We just we can't do that any other way because it has to go through kind of our connection onboarding process to get them up and running. It just takes so much time. So really the moving all your mods for you side of it is still a subscriber only. Yeah. However, you can, I just want to make that clear. <laughs> yeah. I, I just grand ivory style, bring up someone's ally code, remod them and tell them, Hey, here's where your mods need to go to meet these targets. That's still a possibility. There but, you go. Yeah, yeah. It's just, only using their equipped mods. It won't use the mods that are, they don't have equipped on a character, just like because they ivory. can't see yeah. it, just like yep. Grand Ivory. Yeah, I just wanted to make that clear because some people yeah. might have thought, "Oh, if I go, I could take care of my entire guild's rot." No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, let's uh, talk to creator really quick because I I don't want to uh, I, I I don't want to miss talking to him. You joined this team in the past year. What has been the most mind-blowing thing? 
uh, the man blowing thing, I think. Uh, let's separate in two categories. Sure, One give us both. that is unique. For example, it's the video content, the tool that we give it to all the content creators to use it for our uh, or all our community. And second of all, is uh, everyone in their guild can add their own content for their guild or their alliance. This is something that I think it's unique. No one has it. And uh, the mind blowing, I think, is the uh, territory battle platooning and territory war defense that you can also place the squads through the game. Also the JC, yes. And you can place the, uh, the map through hot deals. What, what have you, what is the your favorite thing that you've got your hands dirty with? I think territory war. <laughs> he's just to to sell what he's doing. There's some amazing stuff coming for territory wars. Like it's in beta now, so guilds can participate in it now. But it should be hitting production pretty soon. And it's like again, so the officers can build out their plan to extremely detailed assignments of what units they want to place in what zones across all ten zones for all players. Click a button. It sends the message to dm every member saying place all these units in the, these spots it's handling all that so more complex assignments can be done and then if they are a hot util subscriber to pitch that up we put this at our lowest tier of cherry <laughs> they can click a button if they've signed up and it will go in game and place all those assigned units into all the right zones and stuff for them so Again, including like fleets like that's the best yeah. almost the best part of all this stuff I, like, I didn't yeah. i don't have to get the wrong fucking tie fighter <laughs> for the hundredth time right like <laughs> uh, what is um because i i haven't looked at that part yet i i guess i missed that can it also do platoons in territory yeah. battles yeah, yeah we, well, we don't have placing them yet but but it, it will assign them yeah. okay well the the placing i i just you know I'd be more than happy to to give everybody cherry in in my guild to just have them place their damn stuff. Here, look, you go click this button. You're done. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I, I think I, I bet if 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 TW and GAC didn't become so important, we might have like gone down the route of more like TB stuff, right? But like right now, that, that it seems like that's what people want is like GAC and TW stuff. So we kind of got to focus in that area as best we can, right? Uh, Bones is joking back with me saying, could it just play the game for me? No. This <laughs> oh. saves you the time. You have to do the battles. That's all. That is what Hotbot is all about. And that is what we're very, very grateful for. Neil, uh, final question to you, my friend. Uh, how, uh, um, how, how much would you love to see Another matchup between Fatal and Arnold because the 1.9k people watching Fatal on Twitch beat Arnold is probably the best advertisement you're ever going to get <laughs> on Utils. That was because all everybody's going to be mean, like, we, we "How did you do that?" that? I well, Arnold is also a hot utils user. I know right? he it's does. Worth, he does. worth pointing out. I mean, it's not yeah. like uh, one of them is one of them isn't. <laughs> I, oh, I know they both. Man, I hope they do. I hope we get to see more of the content creator head to heads. It any, it's just so healthy for the game. It was so exciting. I loved all those streams. I mean, 
that whole competitive drive is probably why some of us i mean why a good chunk of us still you know love the game and whatnot so no that was awesome and you know what i'm i'm doing my hardest i'm going to try some harder try a bit harder over these past i think my grading i'm just over the 4k i want to yeah climb we're, we face. just we you, you since you are not a streamer you are on the patreon leaderboard let me pull it up real quick <laughs> You you are you are currently a hundred and ninety five in the global rankings, hot sauce. Yeah, I'm that's, gonna... that's pretty impressive. I, I, I which is impressive. He usually so I'm, gonna, lost... I'm just gonna put it. I'm just gonna put it out there now. If you would like, I will. I will happily host your GAC. If you would like, what <laughs> you know, because you, you're going to use your own tools. You're going to use hot you to. So, Fucking, you know, can if, we get someone if, to do his mods for him? Because you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, according to this, you are thirty nine fifty three. Uh, my one account higher than that, though. It, my one account. Yeah, your 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 top two hundred account is four thousand and two. Okay, so so the one that you have in the Patreon board thirty nine fifty three. You are currently finally beating Doctor Jojo, which has <laughs> been, been a monumental. Thing. I've been consistently winning two and losing one, and I've lost some matches I should never have lost. So if I just put a little more effort, I know I can climb up a bit. Uh, like my 9.7 mil account should not lose to an 8.7 mil account. So I was like, I've had some sad losses over <laughs> last week. Well, guys, th this has been an absolute pleasure. Two steps, strange, verb, creator, and also, obviously, hot sauce. Thank you all for spending some time on a Friday night with us, or, or Saturday morning in some of your cases. Um, but we truly appreciate you, your support of the show, and we continue to tout as loud as we can the benefits of Hot Utils. And uh, well, you've got with... all our kickback money, right? I mean, oh, yeah, we're, we're not supposed to talk about we're... that. We're, I'm, 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 I'm pimping you guys out every chance I get. We, yeah, mm. uh, I, anytime somebody asks it in guild chat, how can I do this? <clears throat> hot utils, hot, hot utils. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. gonna have to up my Patreon here after. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, um. Coming up in just a moment, the late, the last airing this month of uh, Dickie and the Noob. And then after that, we're going to get jiggy with Jigabachi right after these messages right here on the Escape Podcast. HotBot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with additional features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or territory wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. 
Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena Tracking Bot, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com, slash The Escape Pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. Last month on the season finale of Helly and the Noob. Frustrated with his partner's rampage, Newbie throws Hellenics over a barricade and down a shaft, effectively ending their partnership. Alone, confused, Newbie turned to retail therapy for answers. This is where he encountered the bounty hunter, Dickie Darkseid, who was about to embark on a journey to find the elusive pirate, Hondo Anaka. Clearly on the rebound, Noob accepted to join him on this mission, and now we give you this series premiere of Dickie and the Noob. Hey Noob, great news, I've got a lead. Oh, thank God, this is taking forever. Noob, it's been three days. Do I need to get Yarmo in here to deal with your emotional regulators again? No, no, I'm fine. So, where are we headed? A place called the Island of Misfit Characters. It's a place where characters who probably should be in the game are sent to wait for their turn. Seriously, they all just hang around on an island? That sounds weird, even for misfits. Yeah, I hear it's a pretty weird place where people can go a little crazy. Uh, they've been abandoned by Lucasfilm, by CG. They've been left to fend for themselves for relevancy. Uh, but my informant says they developed their own strange little society with lots of weird rules, so please be on your best behavior. We really don't know what can set them off. I am a model of composure, I promise. All right, we'll be approaching soon. Get ready. Well, this place isn't what I was expecting. For some reason, I expected a frozen wonderland. Just be on alert, newbie. Being stranded can have weird effect on people. Okay, so this guy is certainly affected. Let me handle this. Uh, hello, Mr. Binks. I'm Dickie, and this is newbie. Hey, Marie. Happy. Uh, I understand this is. Uh, I understand this is an island where characters wait to be put into the game. Is that right? Oh my my! I love yours, Mister Yus Humble Seven. Uh, Mister Banks, have you heard of a pirate by the name of Hondo Onaka? No, not really. No. I'm sorry. Are you mumbling no because you don't know him, or because you're afraid? It kind of sounds a little bit like you're afraid. And you know, Lisa just loves love. Um. Is there someone Congrats. here we can speak to, like a leader or something? Need to show you. Come on, need to show you. Don't speak to worm Um, this feels kind of weird. I'm sure it'll be fine. Just remember, these guys aren't used to visitors. This is new to them. I'm sure whoever is in charge will make more sense. Oh, I've heard of this guy. His name is Jabba the Hutt. He used to be a king in the underground. I'm sure he knows Hondo. <laughs> Greetings, Mr. Uh, the Hutt. We have come here in search of Hondo Onaka. Oshuda. Uh, do you have a translator? I don't really speak hut or huddies, whatever you call your beautiful language. Hey, I'm sorry. I've learned to speak a little huddies since I've been here. I can help out. He says if you find that expletive pirate, bring him to me and tell him he owes me money. 
There's a reward in it for you. Uh, sure. I'll be glad to help. Do you have any leads? He says the last person on the island to see him is the old man in the cave. Come, I'll bring you there. Thanks! I really appreciate the help, by the My way. My pleasure. It's nice to see new faces around here. It seems like the flow of new people kind of slowed down. Yeah, well, you can blame Disney for that. They seem to only want to make Marvel movies these days, whatever those are. Have you been here a long time? A few years. I thought I was getting off for a second. <laughs> Lord knows the Resistance fleet needed reinforcement. But they gave me the NPC treatment. Can you believe that? They replaced me with an AI? I'll have you know. AIs are just as valuable as organics. You meatbags are so arrogant. Hmm. Meatbag. Meatbags. Damn it! This isn't coming out like it's supposed to. Hmm. Your droid seems kind of glitchy. He's been through some changes recently. He's just adapting. Don't mind him. I can hear you. So, what can you tell us about this old man? Not much. He just sits in his cave and mutters something about how he should have seen it coming. Hey, uh, I'm Dickie. This is Noob. We were told you may have some info about the location of Hondo Onaka. The droid we seek is aboard the Millennium Falcon. In the hands of your father. Uh, Hondo isn't a droid. He's a pirate. Wears goggles, spiky head, and my dad sells used speeders on Coruscant. I assure you he has nothing to do with this. If what you say about this girl is true, Bring her to me. This guy is wackier than the first one. Like, full-on cuckoo clock with rusted batteries. Such spunk. I were the apprentice. Son of darkness. Uh, where there was conflict, I now sense resolve. Where there was weakness, strength. Uh, Dickie, can we get out of here? I'm feeling kind of weird. Yeah, uh, I think this is going nowhere. Let's go. Do you think he was reading my mind? Is there still darkness inside of me? Look, noob, I know you've been through a lot. If you want, we can go back to the ship and I'll have Yarma wipe what happened out of your memory banks. No, I don't want him playing with my memories. Strange things can happen when you try to force people to forget things. We could open doors we're not prepared to deal with. We'll discuss this on board. Uh, Zori, thank you for your assistance, but I don't think we'll find the info we're looking for here. Hopefully, uh, someday you can get off this island. Thanks. Look, I know Hondo escaped, and he wasn't here very long. What I do know about him is that he's going to be running in sketchy circles. Here's the coordinates for a spot where anyone looking for trouble will eventually wind up. The guy who runs security there has seen it all. If anyone can help you, it's him. Thanks. Hope you manage to stay sane out there. Yeah, there's no Wi-Fi here, but somehow I get transmissions from the bounty honeys. That keeps me from going mad like the rest of them. Tune in to the next episode of The Dickie and the Noob to find out what hive of scum and villainy our heroes have been sent to. And now, it's time for Getting Jigabachi With It on the Escape Pod cast. Now, welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. You know it's that time of day. It is time to get jiggy with Jigabachi. Mr. Jigabachi, how you doing, buddy? I'm, I am doing super good. Super good this week. It's easy. Why is that? Because I am not playing GAC this week. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I think Neil's going to Neil's going to chew you out on GA Center because of that. No, no, no. I, no. I am. We are allowed as human beings to take mental health days and like I'm taking this week off 
So I'm setting max defenses. I am watching to see what goes on with my defenses and I'm doing a couple attacks to be able to get my 10 points or so per week. And uh, you got it. You have to be able to, it's a game. If you're not having fun, you need to be able to dial it back and it's yeah, okay. That, that is it's, true. I will give you that. It's the equivalent of a Nuna. You're, you're having a Nuna. <laughs> it's oh, a Nuna. Day. You're having a yeah. GAC Nuna. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I, I it's it's super important in the U.S. A nooner is a very very different thing, Neil. Just saying. Yeah, it is. It is. But I was just kind of I was leaving that as a translation error, and that's fine. <laughs> what's what really cool? Is. What's really cool is is that I did my battle to get my ten points for this match coming up, and I recently relicked my um, dark trooper. And I was able to punch out a full Relic 7, um, ridiculously well-modded um, Darth Revan team with my Imperial Troopers. So it was like, oh, I could finally have been able to ac- access that counter correctly. It's very <laughs> exciting. What so, are you, uh, so what, what, are you, uh, what are you learning from um, your defenses um, by, uh, by, until by doing it? I won't know until post. I mean... I, I posted a lot of the teams that I've been kind of like using on offense um, because like sometimes we take stuff on offense because we're so fixated on like, Oh, I need this to be able to, to beat this counter. I need this to be able to take this. And what it's going to allow me to do is to sit there and go, Oh, if this is consistently drawing this team and I don't need it anymore on offense and I have it modded the way I want to, well, why am I ticking a team that has my best mods on offense when that could do its job better on defense to make my opponent's life more challenging. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, yeah. You, you don't know that unless you actively remove something off of your, your dance card. And you're like, you know what? We're not going to do, you know, uh, you know, Kung Fu at 12 o'clock. We're doing Kung Fu at one o'clock. And so that way, when it, when you mix up your personal order, it, it changes your way you think it makes you think differently. And that's what we're doing. So although it looks like, you know, oh, we're going, we're going, we're going for the wooden spoon, but I like, I don't look at it that way. I look at it in a different way. And so, that sounds weird. What are you, um, what's your thoughts on second sister? How uh, the last time we got this many marquees led to the worst meta this game's ever had, which was Jedi Knight Revan. Um, we're obviously past this meta point where we're having these like, consistent metas you know what i mean lord's like oh the jedi knight revan meta then the dr meta and the blah 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 blah. we're not doing that anymore it's more like gac format the problem is 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 that what is the when do you stop chasing teams because the inquisitorious is that what is that what it is the inquisitorious yeah is the tag i have another tag for it but you know it rhymes with (laughs) whatever uh but anyways um we're adults um that's like another faction so we're getting another faction that's a power creep faction that was created after all of these other pre-existing factions again and we're going to get another possibly five of these characters to add it's like how many marquee characters are we going to get out of all this another two if one possibly goes to conquest that's a lot that's a lot of cryotech (laughs) yeah that's yeah, a lot that, that, of that, that's a good point. That's a good point. That, that's a lot of Kairos. That really is. And, and not to say that that's not bad, but I think that this is more to challenge the people that are in the big boy group. 
that have all the toys, not necessarily all the rest of the people that are going, well, which one of these new teams do I go with? Am I going for Mara Jade team? Do I even think about this prepared team with Dash, whatever his name is? You know what I mean? I think it creates a lot of where people have to sit there and go, okay, I really have to choose which team I want to build for because I simply have too many things to possibly go after, which is kind of cool, but also really scary. Spoiled for choice. People are, yeah, especially with regards to, you know, those intermediate accounts, those ones that are just coming up through Chromium Chromium and Erodium that are around the three, four million mark. And all of these, it's like, yeah, that they are really, really sport for choice um, it, because but you have they're, to think they're probably chasing that. a GL, aren't they? Well, it's not just the chasing the GL. I mean, we're seeing this like where you see a bunch of people that believe that, you know, GLs are not beatable by other GLs. But the biggest thing that I took away from some of these big matches from this earlier week is, is that these matches were decided with not one shots. They were decided with effective two-shotting clearing some of these teams, which are technically unbeatable in one-to-one scenarios. And it's better to disable part of the team and then kill it in two rather than beat it in one while retaining a defensive team for you. It's really, this whole week has been really fascinating for me to watch as an observer more than a player. Yeah, it it certainly has been one of those great, great weeks. Uh, Looking forward to seeing, you know. Hold on, we have to make a little audio choice here. Go ahead. (laughs) But, you know, it's the fun part about seeing matchups like Fatal versus Arnold is you do, as you said, get to see that it's a, it's, choices instead of bashing your head against the wall it's not one shot clears ho ho look at me i you know got a triple crown nev's gonna be so proud of me it's oh no i climbed the ladder nev's gonna be so proud of me well actually that's the the biggest takeaway specifically from the arnold fatal match which i i mean from both perspectives i ended up watching i watched it from arnold's or excuse me from fatal's perspective but then i watched arnold's video a little bit later so i got to see it from both perspectives the biggest thing that was crazy was is that there were galactic legends that you could tell that the process was i'm going to go against this i'm probably lose but this is the cleanup that i have basically on tap in case something goes wrong and that was so fascinating to think of because I have been up to this point of going, I need to do everything in one shot or this is a joke. When that's actually not the case. It's like, sometimes you can two shot something and still clear it with another team and still put yourself in a pretty favorable position points wise. As long I, as you have the defense. Well, that's that's what I'm saying is, is that because this is about building those great defenses to incur holds for you that may stop them while allowing you the flexibility to be it's dude, but you can only do that at the big, the big, you know, 9 million roster level, kind of like what my opponent is this round. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I I am 7 million in my, in my little group. There's another person that is 8 million. Everyone else is nine or above. 
with wow. all six GLs. I'm the only one with three. Yeah, I could definitely <laughs> tell why you needed the 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 nooner. No, I no, I wanted to. Do, I really, really wanted to do some de- different different defensive stuff. I wanted to make myself uncomfortable. I really wanted to do it. I've done this in the past, and it led to one of the biggest epiphanies I've had in this game about a year ago about my play and my style and what I'm trying to do. And you have to keep, you have to, sometimes you have to take a loss to win in another way. It's really healthy. And that's what we're doing. I know it sounds really weird because everybody's like so competitive, you know, but no, it it makes a lot of sense, at least to me, Neil, any uh, questions before we move on to Patreon's choice for Jigabachi? Uh, Just, um, uh, what are you uh, uh, what are you looking forward to doing with the uh, the spare time that you got on your hands mate i am uh i you know secret projects among secret projects i'm working on a personal thing with a bunch of friends that we're doing this really cool event that i'm doing it's not a stream thing it's just a bunch of friends and stuff like that um so i'm working on that a lot um and then uh i've got uh, my wife is out of town so i have the house to myself so it's just me and this cat you know, mm-hmm. so we're just hanging out being like dudes and just doing dude stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I, 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 bro I, like this bro I, love this, I love this community, but I like to chill, you know? All right. Let's get to Patreon's choice. We only had questions from Zaz and it's all about movies. You ready? Favorite movie with aliens in it that is not Star Wars. That's easy. Easy. Am I first? Yeah, you're yeah, first. Alien. Alien. Yeah, Alien. The only other one that I could say would be, which I consider the greatest film ever made, is 2001 Space Odyssey. But whether or not that you think that that has aliens in it is up to interpretation. My answer? Fifth Element. Actually, I'm going to change my answer. <laughs> I'm going ch- to change my answer because Mr. Jigabachi already said Alien, and I'm going to say Earth Girls are easy. All right. There you I, go. Was, I was really hoping one of you guys would say Mars Attack, and I was ready to go. <laughs> yeah, no, no, because because it's not just sci-fi with aliens; it's a musical. And I love a musical. I respect it. I respect it. Favorite movie with an epic car chase? Gone in sixty seconds for me. The new the new version. I love the Eleanor chase. I know Nev is not going to say man, uh, Book of Boba episode three. No, I'm I'm not going to say. There's Book a of car Boba. chase in that. <laughs> oh, you mean the scooter um, chase? Yes, the, the scoo- Well, chase? they were chasing a car. They're ve- they're intergalactic Vespas, dude. That's yeah. <laughs> but they were chasing a car. Yeah. Okay, I'll give it to you. Oh man, that was hard to watch. I like literally looked at my wife. I'm like, what? The? And she's like, yeah, this is bad. <laughs> Chase. Oh, um, I'm spoiled. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to have to go with the, um, um, I mean, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a cut. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm I was going to say the, uh, the Italian job, but it's not technically a car chase. So I'm going to go with the, uh, the born identity. Cause what what the stunt drivers do with that mini is yeah. damn right impressive. That's pretty strong. That is a but, really good car chase. 
Uh, mine is the opening sequence of the second Daniel Craig James Bond. And the name of that movie is uh, uh, Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace, yeah. People always forget it. They don't like, like Quantum of Solace because it's really straightforward. But that action sequence at the beginning of that with the, the DB-8, oh, it's so oh, good. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. call. It's uh, real good. Favorite comedy movie, Basketball. Well, this is going to be controversial. I already know it. American Psycho. Uh, it can be comedy. I get it. I understand why you said that. <laughs> I can't. I can't make it through it. Um, there's there's so many. Um, favorite. Oh, I'm okay. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a classic. I'm gonna go with a fish called Wanda. Because uh, I can watch that oh. movie over and over and over and over again. Right, favorite, That's a good one. Favorite movie action hero or heroine? It kind of ties into what uh, Jiggy said earlier. I love James Bond. Own every single uh, movie. Um, <laughs> action. So, so read the question again. Favorite action hero or heroine? Mine's easy. Um, what you got? Go on then. What's yours, G? Matoko Kusanagi from Ghost in the Shell. Not oh, the wow. one with freaking Scarlett Johansson. Right. That's, the, 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 that's Makirilin or something like that. I'm yeah, the, the original from anime. Stand, from Standalone Complex Season 1 and Season 2 and the original film and Ghost in the Shell 2, in essentia. Easy. See, I'm, I'm going to go with it. I've, I've got to go with Indiana Jones. Oh. I've uh, got to go with Indiana Jones because it, it's it's not just because he yes he is the but it, it's uh, i mean like raiders of the lost ark i mean he, he, when he's on that ship and he's like broken and he's battered and he's bruised and you know he hurts everywhere it's like you know it's a real you know he's a real per you know he's a real person i mean yes he's got the bullwhip and he does all that crazy stuff but you know once the action dies down you can feel the pain it's just it oozes out of him so yeah i i'm gonna go indiana jones all right Favorite martial arts movie, and it's um, it's a horrible movie, but the martial arts was absolutely fun to me. The Street Fighter movie. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. Oh my god! That's controversial. Yeah. Wow. That's a hot take. That is a wow. real hot take. I would never wow. vote for that in a million years. Well, Chinese for, for you, to it was a Tuesday. Anyway, <laughs> it does Chinese have Bing Noen in it. <laughs> It does well, have a Chinese connection for me. Uh, for, for for me, it's the, uh, for, uh, it's End of the Dragon. Uh, yeah, that I, was I'll actually... always, I'll, I'll always, I'm always gonna love, Bru I'm always gonna love Bruce Lee. That you know, the fight scene at the end, you know, the finale, the grand finale. Yeah, I love that. Right. Yeah, Favorite. Yeah, I, the, I was actually going back and forth between Enter the Dragon and and Chinese Connection. So, so there you like, go. I was flip flopping between the two of them. <laughs> All right, uh, favorite crime-based movie? Oh, seven. Citizen Kane? Seven, straight away. What's in the box? God, what's in the box? You opened my, the my box. God, just, what's in the box? <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China from Big Country Mags. <sighs> Man. Dude. Favorite crime-based movie for me? Now You See Me. Ah, yeah, that's a good ah, one. Ah, okay, you like a little magic in there. I yeah. like a little magic in there, yep. 
And it does have also Fisher, and she is, yeah, and she does like blood, blood sport. All right. oh, no. And Watch oh god, who said blood sport? Ray I love that it. movie, but it's somebody time him out in one. chat. Oh my god, <laughs> the, the editing for that movie was horrendous. <laughs> what in your in la, the last question from Zaz, and then we're gonna have to uh, wrap it up here. What in your opinion is the worst movie ever? Oh. I have to, I have to say the worst oh, I know. For, for me, I, I'm, it's Twilight. I'm sorry. I, I can watch almost anything. I love Mystery Science Theater 3000. I've seen some of the movies from MST3K without MST3K riffing. I tried to watch the rift version of Twilight. I couldn't even get through that. <laughs> well, but you're, dude, you're not the right audience, Commander. I mean, like, I, not this. I'm not defending Twilight, but what I am saying is, is that for as many people that they're dislike that movie, there's other people out there that are like that oh, love dude, the Twilight's movie. My go-to. There are people that love Manos Hands of Fate as an actual movie, but it is a terrible movie. But I can actually get through that one. What you what what about you? E either one of you. Go ahead, Neil. For me, it's clear and present danger. Which I really fucking like, which is <laughs> For me, it was clear oh, and present danger. I really? got up, I got up and I left the cinema. I actually don't mind that one. Spo spoiler alert, spoiler alert. There's a scene where they're in Colombia and there's lots of guns. There's lots of shooty-wooty, flashy-washy and bangy-wangy yeah. things going on. And then a certain someone gets killed. And I'm like, excuse me, uh, did you just kill a character that needs to be in every single movie after clear and present danger? And I'm like, yeah. They just killed Dan. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious? You just killed one of the five <laughs> major characters in the entire franchise. And Harrison Ford had signed up to do that. Yeah, I, I was fuming. And really? as a result, that my I was just complete. The movie was just destroyed for me. It, right. it, it just it, that movie destroyed the Tom Clancy, Clancy franchise because they killed Dan Murray. Well, mine's easy because I went to go see it in the theater and I didn't make it. I went to go see Blood Rain thinking that that would be good. And <laughs> I was like, Christina Logan was so good in Terminator yeah. 3. Yeah, yeah this is going to be awesome. This is nudity. This is tits and all this stuff. This is going to be great. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so I bad. definitely have to put an explicit on this episode. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's it, it's been all three of us. <laughs> He cursed first. I cursed. I, I cursed first. Yeah. yeah. Don't I'm ask sorry. me. You know, it's like what? What's what's the worst movie you've ever watched? Because it just it riles me up. You know. I'm on. Every time I'm on I think of. Yeah. Every time I think of that movie, it's like, how dare you disrespect the source material? Yeah. That's in that. I that's really interesting. Now I didn't read the book series as in depth as that. Um, but I still actually thought that that film was easy to sit through. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, there's yeah. movies that I like. The difficulty for me to actually stay seated is really challenging. That was a movie that I, Eternals was really difficult for my wife and I to make it through. 
we both of us did not like that. So <laughs> the Hobbit movies, somebody said the Hobbit movies were pretty bad. Those were really difficult to sit through. They were really tough. All right, Jiggy, what you got coming up on the channel since it's uh, a nooner week? Um, I am going to be continuing my adventures in the Old Republic, the Star Wars MMORPG. And uh, this week I should be getting back to, we've got Lightside Geo, I think, this week, don't we? Uh, no, Territory Wars this week. Lightside Geo the week after. Today was sign up for Territory Wars. <laughs> uh, sorry about the explicits. It's all good. I Every once in a while, we just let go. And it's okay. We're human. Nev, other than GAC, you got anything coming up? Just GAC. Just oh, GAC. Nothing but GAC. You guys want to see the most adorable thing that will actually end this string, this in the greatest way possible? The ship's cat. The the cute. The, the cuteness of the cat. That is amazing. Every ship should have a cat. We have a cat. <laughs> yeah. So the seventeen uh, pound Maine Coon cat. Uh this week Vault 37 Studios will be only on Saturday. Um we are making it very, very far, trying to see if we might be able to finish in time for Skywalker Saga. Highly doubt that, but we'll see if we could get the entire Skywalker Saga Lego game upon release. We'll have the game, but we're playing it in order. Other than that, um, you know. Make sure you check out GA Center on Escape Podcast on Twitch. And yes, Bones, there will be Fallout tomorrow. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> Fallout? I, I love playing Fallout 76. I love that game. What is that game? It's an, it's the online multiplayer version of Fallout. I don't even know what that is. Hmm, cool. Po- post-apocalyptic with a modern retro art style. I actually think like you might like it. 1950s modern retro? Ni- 1930s, 40s? Interesting. Yeah. We'll 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 talk more. Okay. We'll talk more. Yeah. All right. Guys, stick around uh uh for a raid if uh if you're not going to join us in the after show. We thank you for joining us for this week and we'll see you next week hopefully with some uh with some more big announcements. But it's been a character reveal week, so it's probably probably an all-or-nothing show. Right, Neil? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Another marquee. Another marquee. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Be nice to each other, damn it. Neil, what you got? Push the button. Don't mind if I do. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuit! Evacuate the suit! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Counting down. Hello 
friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, Boo Boo, sit. Good dog. Oh.